Welcome to Swanglinese, the only podcast talking the language of business here in the Middle East. Your hosts, Barry Lee Cummings and Oscar Andermo, give you their own insights, as well as interviewing business leaders in the region to help you on your entrepreneurial journey. Barry, Oscar, let's talk Swanglinese. Welcome to another episode of Swanglinese. So me and Barry are again sitting in the park and today's topic is a little bit about branding and pay-per-click advertising and direct response a little bit business in general I would say yeah exactly it's been a little while and uh, just good to have a chat about what's going on on the ground here and how things are slightly different yeah exactly. and, uh, yeah. and this idea of of marketing especially yeah. for entrepreneurs and small businesses on the ground here and uh, going into a little bit of you know the, the ultimate question I think for every small business is where do I spend my dollar yeah, yeah what do I spend it on and, and yeah. how do I make sure that if I spend one dollar I make two dollars yeah, um, yeah which is of course yeah. is what we're trying yeah. to do with business yeah. um, we, we were discussing a little bit before we <laughs> about this uh, this book called experience economy which mm. talks about that uh, if you take the coffee bean from the farmer to the wholesaler to the distributor to Starbucks mm. the margins from the farmer to the dis- to the What's the next step? <laughs> distributor. Distributor. It's very small, but Starbucks has a huge margin on that coffee bean because they add an experience to it. They add a brand to it. Yeah. So we were discussing a little bit of this, and uh, uh, yeah. So how can you do that in your own business? Well, exactly, because this is the idea of all of us. When you start a business, or if you're thinking about starting a business, you have an idea, and in some cases, you you look in the market and you think, how on earth did that product? get out there and had so many people have bought into uh, the, the the actual product or buy the product they've bought into the um, the story and this is one thing we talk about when we, we, we talk about social media and uh, any marketing really mm. is that these days people don't buy the product you're selling mm. they buy the story you're telling mm. you know they want to believe in what you're doing or as you just said they need to have an experience with your brand uh, that is better than anybody else's or they need to have that experience so many times that they forget that there is any other brands out there because you yeah. m- there'll be plenty of people listening that'll say the Starbucks experience yeah. is not great yeah. but then of course you'll have as many people turn around and say I love Starbucks yeah yeah uh, ah, it's kind of like McDonald's uh, the, uh, when you go to the malls there's always a long queue to McDonald's yeah. but this is the best burger but okay that's not only branding it's also the systems they have and that's another but uh, yeah, I think when you manage to build that into your business, the branding portion, the price, uh, you don't only compete on price, yeah. which is great, because when you're in a price war, it's a terrible situation to be in, because then, yes, your other competitor will lower the price, and yeah. the only way to win it is to lower your price. And which is not good business at the end of the day, and yeah. competing on price is something that we, we try not to do ever, and if the client's coming to you and doing that, in, in my business especially, we'll, we'll turn around and say, yeah. I don't think we're the right company for you. Because yeah. if you're just going to compare us all on 2,000, 5,000, 10,000, 20,000 and just say, well, you all do the same thing, I'm going to take the 5,000 yeah. one uh, yeah. because it's the cheapest one. Yeah. Um, you know, it's a cliche, but when you pay peanuts, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you exactly. tend to get monkeys. And yeah. this is something that people on the ground here tend to only... Uh, learn by doing yeah, you know yeah. I've spoken to lots of, of potential clients and have advised on certain things and they don't believe it yeah. <laughs> and then they yeah. go and do it and then and they then come back and say oh oops. you were right yeah. <laughs> I was like you could have yeah. saved yourself a bit of time yeah, but yeah. 
it seems to be one of those areas. And of course, as a small business or an entrepreneur or a startup, you have to be very careful mm. with your money. Yeah, uh, yeah. We were talking about this before. You know, the cost of starting up a business here in the UAE is way higher than yeah. you know back in Sweden or the yeah, UK yeah, or anywhere yeah, else yeah, where yeah. you can register a company name yeah. and off you go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, here you have a big outlay yeah. uh, and if you've managed to muster up that sort of um, effectively $10,000, uh, yeah. you've done well to get that first yeah. of all, but now you're 10000 down. Yeah. Uh, and so now when somebody comes to you and says, well, I can help you with pay-per-click advertising and social media or marketing collateral yeah. or the graphic design or the branding, yeah. you kind of say, well, I'm already 10K in the hole. Yeah. Um, and you know, you're asking me for 10K yeah, as well. Yeah. I need to be 100% sure that if I spend 10K with you, mm. I'm going to get 20K yeah, back yeah, somewhere. Yeah. And this is difficult when yeah. you start talking about branding and direct response marketing yeah, yeah, yeah. as a small business, yeah. as you know. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, I have a sales background. I've, I've been in sales for, me, for most of my career before I set up my own business. And I think uh, I like the direct response marketing because it's measurable. You know, you can yeah. you get return you can, if you can test it and all this. And branding, sometimes uh, it's difficult to test and difficult to see the direct return on investment. Yeah. I think there needs to be some kind of balance, especially in the beginning, you know, between the two. There has to be balance, but it's one of those chicken and egg situations because if you don't have branding and brand awareness, nobody knows of mm. your brand to yeah, yeah, spend yeah. the money with your yeah, brand. Exactly. So you have to have this, uh, you know, this, this balance to have both. Mm. Um, and and it, it's, again, it's a very difficult one because without any attributable return on investment how do you say yep yeah. the branding worked yeah, uh, yeah or the yeah. branding exercise but yeah. if you don't have a brand and you don't have a reason why yeah, we've talked yeah. about this before you know yeah. why are you doing yeah. it then people can't buy into it yeah, and yeah. it doesn't matter then yeah. what you've got but people will find it difficult to say yeah, yeah this is the you know the product my go-to yeah. product for this yeah and i mean for me for example uh, my, i have my this the, the seminar that i do in the desert about goal setting and i had that i got that seminar into seven days and i got that seminar into uh, uh, what's that radio channel the big uh, Dubai Eye Dubai Eye yeah and it didn't generate any direct bookings mm. I, I cannot measure it yeah but then in my advertising I, I of course mentioned that oh this seminar was featured in seven days yeah. so, so this uh, it, it all works together at the end of the day it but does because I remember as well then there's people that say oh yeah I, I heard you on the radio yeah exactly and, yeah. oh okay and, and these are all the pieces because let's say I see your branding I hear you on the radio, and then I see your social, and then I see something in the paper. Mm. That's four touch points, and yeah, yeah. you know, with sales 101, seven touch points to make a sale. Well, yeah. you've done four without physically being there, yeah, yeah. Uh, and now they you, you contact yeah. them directly. That's five, and then there's an email six, yeah. and then there's the phone call that's number seven yeah, and yeah. sign on the dotted yeah. line. Yeah, it adds to the credibility, I guess. The more it does, because we're still very much driven by um, perception. Yeah, yeah. You know, if, if I've yeah. never heard of you and I've never heard your brand and I've never seen you anywhere, um, yeah. I don't trust you. Yeah, no, because exactly. you know, who are you? You could yeah. be anybody. And yeah. um, I mean, in my line of work in digital, unfortunately, there's been a lot of cowboys yeah, uh, who've yeah. taken the money and run. Yeah, uh, yeah, and yeah. so many times when I start talking to potential prospects, I'm I'm at minus twenty yeah, already. Yeah, I've got yeah. to convince them a that I'm credible yeah, yeah. Uh, get back to zero yeah. and then we can start talking yeah. about how we can actually make a difference to yeah. their business yeah. uh, from an online perspective and uh, I mean many small business owners instead of maybe they take in a few quotations and then they think ah, well let's go and buy a book and try to do it ourselves yeah and they spend hours and then they try to do a PPC campaign and just pay, 
if you don't know what PPC is, a pay-per-click uh, campaign yeah. on uh, Facebook or ad Google AdWords, yeah. and end up just throwing money into the into the sea. Yeah. Because, like we, you know, what we've been talking about as well, this brochure website versus a website that actually converts. Yeah. You know? And this is it. You need to have a direct response element within your marketing because, um, as a startup, you do need to measure how much you're spending and how much you're getting back. Yeah. And with a brochure website, and this is something else we, we talk about in terms of the full picture. Yeah, uh, yeah, you know, if yeah. you've got a great looking website that doesn't have any direct response element to it, I can run the most awesome pay-per-click advertising campaign, sending hundreds and thousands of people to your website, and you still won't sell anything. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because when they land there, they've got you've got a couple of seconds literally yeah. to grab their attention and get them into your world. Yeah. And if you don't do that, then you know we're both going to sit down at the end of three months and say. Okay, yeah. you spent X thousand dirhams, yeah. and how many have you sold? And you turn around and say, "Well, I haven't sold any." Yeah. And I'm like, "Well, and you're going to write off PPC. Yeah, it doesn't work. It doesn't work for me." Yeah. Well, I mean, if it's done in the correct way with beautiful conversions, it's the, I mean, it's the most brilliant thing you can do. It is, and it's all trackable. Yeah. I can't lie about what I'm doing because I'll yeah. show you the analytics and say, "Here's yeah. the X thousand yeah, yeah, dollars you yeah. gave me." And this is what happened. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. five hundred thousand people saw yeah. your advert. Three hundred thousand people yeah. clicked through. And if you've got the right kind of website setup, yeah. you converted those people. Maybe not to a direct sale, but you converted them into a database. Yeah, yeah. They opted in to your world, and now you can market to them through email yeah. to get them to trust build the relationship. You. Exactly, yeah. build yeah. the relationship, yeah. and for them to understand yeah. that you might be the best supplier of yeah. this particular one. Uh, product or service for what yeah. they need yeah. but it gives you the opportunity to remind them that they came to you yeah, yeah. Um, however they came to you whether yeah. it's through Google through so, uh, social whatever yeah. um, and then you're giving them content and, yeah. and this is you know it's a, a, a well-worn path but content marketing content is king all of these cliches well content is the key to successful business when it comes to online mm. but it's regular relevant content you know, yeah, you have yeah. to create content that is actually resonating with your audience. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that, of course, means you need to know who your target audience yeah, is, which yeah. some people, um, you know, they build the product thinking the market will come. Yeah, yeah. But way better to say, well, what's the market asking yeah, for? Yeah. And then build a product that meets the problem yeah, that they've yeah. got. I mean, I've been guilty of that. I mean, uh, the book that I wrote, Smartphone Coaching System, mm -hmm. was basically solving a problem that I had. Yeah. So I had that problem and I was <laughs> like, okay, this is the solution for me. But then I didn't ask so much the market. So yeah. the, the, I love my book, but you know maybe I should have asked the market <laughs> <Yeah>. as well. <laughs> exactly, like... one one person buying it <laughs> yeah. yourself, yeah, not exactly. a business. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, but it's true, and, yeah. and we're all guilty of that because yeah. we try and fix problems that we have first. Um, yeah. And sometimes that might be great for us. And then sometimes we we fix the problem, and then we go out there and people say, "Oh, I have that problem." Yeah. And yeah. Go, exactly. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then you yeah. do a bit more research yeah, and find yeah, it. Yeah. But many times yeah. people. And this is also something to do with how we're built inside because there are some people who are inventors. Yeah. And what they want is they want you to recognize that they've invented the best yeah, teacup. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And as long as you say this is the best teacup in the world, they're happy. Yeah. But then you're going to have somebody else who comes and say, yeah, but I could sell that. Yeah. Uh, the, the entrepreneur, so sorry, the inventor is like, well, I don't really care about that because I've got the recognition that it's the best uh, one. Yeah. But then somebody comes and says, yeah, but I could probably sell that for $20 a piece. And I know that there's yeah. hundreds of millions of people out there that need teacups. Yeah. Um, and this is how you know, digital online marketing started originally way back when, is that yeah. people were able to identify a market and find somebody who'd made a product but knew nothing about marketing mm. and say, you know what, I'll give you, let's go 50-50. Mm. You've got the product, if I sell it, mm. you give me 50% and I give you 50%. And now for an inventor, they're like, 
Okay. Well, yeah, I had exactly. no intention yeah, of yeah. selling this ever, so yeah. now I'm going to get some revenue from yeah. it. Sounds like a good idea. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And that's how it started out, yeah, really, this yeah. idea of actually, um, you know, yeah. different people and, and what they need. And this, yeah, this yeah. is a business lesson as well, as this idea of we complicate marketing, yeah. thinking we know best and this cool, yeah. this, that, and the yeah. other will work. And actually, we can make it very simple by asking the market what it wants yeah. and then giving it what it asks for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I mean, if you look at model, business models online, if you look at Amazon.com, I mean, any business owner should just... If you haven't bought anything on Amazon, just do it and test how it because it's brilliant System. the way they work it. Yeah. And also with upsells, cross sells, these things, it's uh, it's a brilliant, uh, brilliant model. Yeah. And this can be applied to most businesses. Maybe you don't have to do it in a digital way. No. But uh, you, you can know. use the digital to support an offline business. Yeah, yeah. You, know, exactly. you can find those people that would potentially buy your product and drive them to your actual shop store. Yeah, um, yeah. And, and this is where there is a crossover with online and offline, especially yeah. here on the ground in, in, in the UAE, definitely, where you know true e-commerce is still in its infancy. Yeah. Uh, it's very difficult to set up from payment systems and stuff. Yeah, it's getting yeah. better, a lot better. But you know, over the last six or seven years, it's always been the problem. Yeah. And actually. Even if you have got that system set up, how many of your audience, target audience, would use it? Yeah. And when you do the research, you find out that people don't want to pay online. Yeah, yeah. They want to come to a physical location. They'll mm. give you the cash. You give yeah, them the yeah. box, yeah. and then they're happy. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. This idea of ordering online and processing yeah. a credit card, and then hopefully tomorrow yeah. it turns up on my doorstep. Uh. I mean, on previous episode, we had a, the co-founder of Kareem, and he mentioned that to lo- localize a little bit, they had cash payments for, for the drivers. Yeah. Because, yeah, you need to localize a little bit to this market, you know. You have to, because this is a slightly different audience. Um, Even though there's predominantly expats on the ground here in in the UAE, is that somehow we... We yeah. forget that, and we, we you yeah. know, and then we go back to the UK or U, US or Australia, yeah. and we'll pay online and, and have things delivered, and yeah. not think twice yeah. about yeah. it. Yeah. And I think it's still because here we are a bit wary that the um, logistics are not in place. Yeah. yeah. So that I, if, even if I pay online, um, that they want I'm not sure I'm uh, going to get it. Yeah. No. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, no. I mean, that's uh, it's funny. We talked about it. I think before that. I mean, I will look at books on Amazon. And then I will go down to Kinakunya in Dubai Mall and buy it physically. Yeah. Whereas in Sweden, it's the opposite. Yeah. You go to the bookstore and you check online and you order it online for a little, little bit cheaper and have it delivered at home. You know? Yeah. yeah. Which is really insulting to the bookshop because you, they're paying the rent and the electricity to be there. <laughs> Absolutely. You go yeah. in there yeah. and just say, oh, yeah. Trust me, in our event business, we do a lot of work for free. We do a lot of research for our clients and then they end up yeah, going in another channel or something. It's, I know it can be frustrating. But yeah. And this is the thing, this comes right back to understanding your market, understanding exactly who your target audience is, and then applying the right kind of marketing tactics to that marketplace, Uh, sorry, to that target audience, because like I say, here on the ground, we have to localize things for for the UAE market, because things work a little bit differently. But even then, we need to know who exactly is our target audience, and not just a demographic, but right down to who that person is because then we can make a decision as to whether we can actually spend you know a third of our budget on branding and brand awareness where we yeah. might not see a directly attributable return yeah. on investment yeah. or we have no choice but to just go down the I'm, I'm, I'm gonna spend 5,000 dirhams and I need to see exactly where that goes and what comes back from it mm, yeah. once I've done that then I can see okay now I can maybe spend a little bit of that revenue that I've generated on brand awareness and so the cycle begins yeah, yeah. Um, of, of a balanced marketing approach which yeah. has those elements of brand yeah, awareness both, both yeah. plus those bits where you know exactly what you're spending and yeah. what you're gonna get back yeah. I mean I use pay-per-click for my uh, you know I have a 
a website about Dubai in Swedish, and we sell a desert safari that's a little bit different. It's a private safari, not yeah. uh, the group, the big ones in the camps. And we use pay-per-click, yeah. and we track conversion. And as long as we make more money than we pay to Google, we just put business. more money into it. Yeah, you know? exactly. So for, in that, for that sense, it's perfect. But I wanted to ask you, do you think PPC is for all kinds of industries, or is it like better for certain I mean the, it's applicable to all industries because pay-per-click advertising is not just Google AdWords you can do pay-per-click advertising on Facebook you can do pay-per-click yeah. advertising on LinkedIn so LinkedIn would perhaps be a more suitable platform for B2B organizations yeah. but the, uh, the the system of pay-per-click advertising is still the same yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I think it is absolutely applicable to just about every marketplace but I would caveat that by saying I would need to speak to the client first and then I'd be able to say, actually, yeah, you're not going to see much return yeah, on yeah. this. It is more suited to B2C uh, to a certain extent yeah. because you're looking at volume. Yeah. Um, but again, we've run very successful LinkedIn pay-per-click uh, campaigns where the, the minimum cost per click is $2, so it's expensive uh-huh. in comparison. However, if you're selling a $100,000 product, if yeah. it costs you $2 to get the person through the door, that's good business. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, and again, it's a conversion again, you know. Yeah. Like, <laughs> uh, and this comes yeah. down to understanding who you are showing your adverts to. Yeah. Because a lot of people go onto Facebook, for example, yeah. set up a campaign, and then they come to me and say, it didn't work. Yeah. And I, the first question I say is, who did you target? Oh, anyone in the UAE? Yeah. Well, that's quite a lot of people. Yeah, yeah <laughs> you know, exactly. And uh, yeah, yeah. do you know who yeah. your target audience yeah. is? Yeah, yeah, we kind of do. And, and they throw a little bit yeah, more demographic yeah. data into it. But again, it's not refined enough. Yeah, yeah, and if you're yeah. just saying, well, I want everybody in the UAE to see my yeah, advert, yeah. then your click-through rate's probably not going to yeah, be very high yeah, and your yeah, conversion rate yeah, will yeah. be low. Yeah. We need to get more specific. Yeah. And I mean, that applies. I, mean, I remember when I got uh, 2011, I, I got my certification as a coach. Yeah. And I was thinking, in, in coaching, you learn that it doesn't matter who the person is because you work with questions. So mm-hmm. you don't have to have more ex- experience. You just work with, there's different tools to, to facilitate change for the client. Yeah. So I was thinking, I can coach everyone, but that's not a good target market. No. Because if you ask someone, like, you want to be coached, they're like, no. Yeah. So you usually need to be a specific don't... problem, you know, like exactly. that you're usually solving, be... and you need to know exactly who. Yeah, who that, you are. that's and usually that's because that question is I don't know what coaching is. Yeah, so exactly. When you ask me yeah. that question, yeah. I can't. I'll say no because I don't want to look like yeah. an idiot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, I know what coaching is, and I know how powerful it is. But if you have no experience with it, of course, it's like. Would you want to give me something that I like? Uh, I don't know, some kind of weird product that I've never heard of. It's yeah. like, no, I don't want to buy it. Yeah, exactly. If, this, if it doesn't solve a problem that I have, why would I buy it? You know. And this, you know, this leads into things like funnels, sales funnels within your business. So, mm. pay-per-click advertising is a great way to send traffic to a direct response website, which is the first level in the funnel, yeah. where you'll start to filter those people that are actually interested into. Um, your funnel and give them something of perceived mm. value for nothing yeah. and then they go further down the funnel and get refined and refined and refined yeah. and at each level there's a, a sales point yeah. of a product or service until right at the end there's your premium product which may cost you know five hundred thousand yeah. dollars for for I care and then maybe only one person will take that from you but even if just one person takes that on the annual basis mm. that's not bad yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> you know that you've got half a million dollar client but you've also got all of those other ones further into the yeah. funnel who are keeping the business ticking yeah. over, providing you with cash flow. But of course, what that means is you have to keep feeding people into that sales yeah. funnel because yeah. if you stop doing that, your your funnel refines all those people and they may stay with you for a couple of years, but then things change, things yeah. move on, and then you've got nothing 
coming in and you can't expand your business because you don't have enough business mm. to warrant the expansion. But if you're constantly feeding into that funnel, then you get the good problem, which is, yeah. well, we've got too much business. I need yeah. more people. I need a bigger office. I need more yeah. staff. I need to expand. Well, that's a good problem yeah. to have as opposed to I've got this huge office and all of these staff and no customers. Yeah. Uh, well, a tactical, tactical question. Instagram, they now started with sponsoring sponsored ads as well that yeah. you do for your fa- Facebook promo, I understand. Yeah. Have you had any experience with that? Have you done it with some clients? We, we've run some uh, some campaigns through that. The, the issue I've got with it now is because whilst you're still being targeted, it goes back to the old-fashioned interrupt marketing. Uh-huh. Because when it was launched here in the UAE, I, I started seeing on my feed you know, adverts from the Cheesecake Factory, Starbucks, uh-huh. and all of these things, which I'd never previously said I was interested yeah, in. Yeah, and, yeah. But I fell into a demographic probably of male between this age uh, living uh, in the UAE yeah. so it said show it to these people so it's not as targeted as Facebook right? no uh, in terms of you you don't it it's interrupt marketing which yeah. is the same as you know the TV adverts or the radio adverts yeah. if I'm listening to the radio I want to listen to the music not yeah. to the adverts yeah. or if I'm watching my favorite TV program I want to see the program not the adverts yeah. which is why we fast forward through them and why they're not as effective yeah. anymore it's why everybody's shifting yeah. towards the digital platform. So I guess Facebook has more data about you than Instagram at yeah, this point. But uh, you, you still use the same uh, platform, so you can still get very targeted. Ah, okay. yeah. It's just that they are not using it properly, uh, and they're just yeah, saying, show my advert to everybody in the yeah. UAE, which... But that's some, when they need uh, our services. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. They, they just need to think about who yeah. is their target audience. Now, you might argue that a restaurant or a coffee chain or anybody is targeting everybody yeah, in yeah. the UAE. And that may be true, except to begin with, you need to build up your loyal yeah, customer yeah. base. And you'll know, hopefully, if you've done the analysis yeah. of your existing customers, who those people are. Yeah, now, yeah. maybe I do fall into the ideal demographic, yeah, but the yeah. fact that I've never said... I want to see your adverts. Yeah, it's interrupting. Yeah. It's interrupt marketing. Yeah. Um, and this this can also be applied in the same argument to Facebook is that when you see those suggested pages, mm. at least then it's just a suggested page. It's saying you might be interested in this yeah. based on a number of variables. In Instagram, it pops up in your feed, which is supposed to be your feed. It says sponsored at the top, and yeah. you can say, don't show me this stuff. Uh-huh. But again, this is almost like email marketing where why do I have to opt out of something I never opted into. Uh, That shouldn't be the case. It's always the other way around. If I choose to opt in, then I'm giving you permission um, as opposed to interrupt. So, you know, and to be honest to you, we've done run a few campaigns and Instagram is such a hyper-engaged community Mm. that you do see some pretty good results from Mm. it. Um, But our remit stops at driving the traffic. It's up to you then to make the sale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, again, the conversion. Yeah. Uh, We talked about a lot of different things, so shall we summarize a little bit? Because sure. it's getting to the end of the podcast. <laughs> Go for it. You yeah. It. <laughs> yeah, we talked about branding versus direct response. And I'm a big fan of direct response marketing. But I also know that in the long run, you also need to build that brand. So you need all these values, the stories, the everything around it to yeah. get those touch points that you mentioned. Yeah, yeah. the experience economy is something that every small business needs to look at in terms of yeah. what is the added value that you put on there yeah, that you yeah. charge a premium for. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I like products that are, I like to develop products that are unique, mm. that, I mean, I don't want to compete on price, I want to compete, this is, you can't find this anywhere else, yeah. this is completely unique, that's, uh, that's what I like. And yeah. 
That's PPC. Not summarizing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's a different conversation. Yeah, we can talk forever because yeah. these are topics that we're interested in. Yeah, PPC. What did we say about PPC? It's, it's the fastest way to generate traffic to your uh, system, and your system is your website, and you'll very quickly know whether you've got a brochure website or you have a direct response yeah. uh, website. Because if you get your PPC right, Google has no choice or Facebook has no choice, LinkedIn has no choice, but to send traffic to yeah. your system. Yeah. Your system is your website. If they're not converting, there's something wrong with your system. Yeah. So you need yeah. to address that. So yeah. uh, again, in summary, PPC is a very good way of driving traffic and it will work for just about every single market out there. Done well, you'll start to be able to test your system and see whether or not it's working. Yeah, yeah. We didn't talk so much about the last thing you said, test. Because testing is, uh, I think, in PPC is, uh, I mean, you have to test. It's things. everything. We, we can talk about yeah. that in another episode because yeah, yeah, it actually absolutely. warrants a little bit more depth about yeah. um, split testing and A-B yeah. testing all this because it's, it's important in everything when yeah. it comes to marketing. Yeah. Marketing yeah. is testing, uh, and we'll talk about that in the next one. But, yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah. Don't want, I want episode. people to know that PPC, pay-per-click advertising, is the fastest way to get traffic to your website and yeah. then you can see whether your website's working or not as a direct response tool because your website should be working for you if you're going to spend ten thousand dollars having it made then it should generate well over ten thousand yeah. dollars still so many people have brochure websites which are doing nothing for them yeah. so otherwise, use pay-per-click advertising as a way to yeah. get people to your, to your website. <laughs> otherwise there's no point yeah. okay so shall we leave it at that anything we should tell the listeners well, they should subscribe to Swanglinese, definitely. <laughs> yeah, and that's uh, a good point. Keep an eye out for uh, for future episodes. Have a listen to previous episodes. And as we said, we do this because we enjoy talking about business. Yeah. But if anyone out there is listening that has uh, suggestions for people that we'd like uh, that you'd like us to talk to about yeah. their experience of setting up a business on the ground here in the UAE, uh, then send us an email at uh, wishlist at swanglinese.rocks. We'll pick that up and we'll try our best to contact them and uh, get them on the show. Yeah, perfect. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I'll see you on the next episode. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Swanglinese with your hosts, Barry Lee Cummings and Oscar Endermo. We'll catch you next time.